0: witchcraft kundalini voodoo spirit of hell get out of here i just did that because all those three second viewers on our ad are gonna hear that first (laughs) another attack of jehovah sneaky you be creeping while you're sleeping amen it's true jehovah sneaky just another attack in the night creeping while you're sleeping. He's the worst. And by worst, I mean best. You're the best, Lord. We love you so much. And it's a true saying of the wise that the righteous have all the fun. all the fun. I hang around poor people, middle class people, rich people. I don't even know how many nations are in Minneapolis, but in Phillips' neighborhood, there's 145 languages spoken. So probably 145 nations in the city of Refuge, Minneapolis. And I go around everyone. We used to do it eight hours a day. 18 months on the streets, mainly in Cedar Riverside, the area they call West Bank Little Mogadishu where there's 125,000 Somalians hanging out at Hard Times Cafe. And we're still inner city missionaries. We're still absolutely kicking the dragon's butt every single day. It's an absolute slaughter. It's so sad. It's so pathetic. Satan has thrown everything he's got in the entire kingdom of the red dragon at me to no avail because when you walk in the highway of holiness Satan can't touch you at all you become a holy terror damn holy terror it's true you're bringing down the very warehouse of God some of you guys will even be more powerful than Jesus Christ (gasps) oh blasphemy It's not blasphemy. It's blast funny. Get with it. Because John chapter 14, verse 12 says, You're gonna you're gonna do greater works. That means greater power. Jesus didn't demonstrate his full power. Jesus didn't rule and reign. He ascended into the clouds so you could rule and reign. That's what's written in the Bible. Coming back to a ruling and reigning bride. Clearly written in the Bible. Jesus went into heaven because he wanted you to overcome the world. That's why it's written not once, not twice, not 1, zwei, 3, 8, 9, 7, but siete times in the Bible. Siete. Because you must perfectly overcome in the seven mansions of your soul by the seven spirits of God. Unless you're possessed in championing faith, hope, and love through that interior castle of yours, I tell you the truth, every single thing you're doing in your life is a waste of time. Most people are so bound up in Lucifer's matrix that they waste their entire lives on planet Earth. (laughs) And I'm not mad at you. I just want you to actually have some fruitfulness and get some rewards. Silver, Silver, gold, and gemstones are the believers' rewards of those who obey him. Obeying him is in spirit and truth, which means in a pure heart and a pure mind, with no pride of knowledge, no lust of the eyes, and no lust of flesh. Speaking of pride of knowledge really irks me. Not offended, just making a list and checking it twice, finding out which nations are naughty or nice there's some real naughty, naughty, naughty nations. Remember King David's blacklist? That's what it's called. The blacklist of King David. It was a hit list for his son to kill everyone that needed to die. In the Bible. It's written in the Bible. I'm not lying to you. And this was had Joab on it, the general that went weird on him in his later days. <laughs> Just kill that dude. That hairy head. Beep, beep, beep. You know, David was a nasty man of war. Worse than any of these Vietnam vets, I tell you the truth. Nasty dude. Wonderful man, after God's own heart, but a man of war. Okay? That's actually what God the Father's like. I tell you no lie. That's what the Father's actually like. And it's, and yeah, he's a teddy bear, no doubt. I mean, he'll take his toddlers up, but most of the time, He's just pure war. Why? Because that's what's needed in the world. To get every soul back from the great red dragon and all these fallen angels that got people locked up in a matrix of sorcery. And sorcery just is simply called sin or darkness on the land and deep darkness on the people. True story. And so the father's warring tremendously in his lion nature through the sons of God because it is so needed. I look at even the disciples of Red Letter Ministries and it's like most of them, are their heads are spinning like a top. Most of them barely even have an anchor for their soul. Even ones that have been with us a while. Some people are much more pure and holy than others. Some people just won't give up some sins and it's turning into a big, huge demon lording over their souls. Like the demon of religion or like the demon of lust or the demon of politics. And it becomes this gigantic evil spirit that they keep feeding by sinning. When you sin, you feed demons. Every time you sin, you feed that evil spirit in your life working lies and working sin, working sorcery working darkness, and it's always horrible. It never ends well. That's why you must repent because I see people playing games, and these demons are not playing games. These demons will kill you. We see a lot of people all the time die. Young people die on heroin. Young people die in accidents. The demons always cause accidents, car accidents, medical accidents, all kinds of horrible stuff. And The most demon-possessed people I've ever seen are in the United States of America. Not India. Not, you know, all these other third world nations. They're not. It's in the U.S. because if you actually overcome here, you'll have all the financial means to spread the real gospel, overcoming the dragon to the entire rest of the world. So Satan has actually put all of his major strongholds of the kingdom of the great red dragon... On top of this generation. On top of the USA, all 50 states, and maybe 51 if Puerto Rico comes in because they're bankrupt. Poor guys. You like my new t shirt? Minnesota. Oh, I got a license plate. It was 22. Means land of lakes, and lakes symbolize anointing. And you know what's important? The anointing. Do you know what's not important? The chitter chatter in the background of this video right now. (laughs) Holy Spirit. It is so strict and serious, guys. I'm walking around the lake today and a couple times people's eyeballs physically bulged out of their head like straight out of Ghostbusters because there was lust in them. And when you walk in supreme holiness of the seven spirits of God, if there's a frog demon of lust in a boy or a girl. Are a perverted man or a perverted woman, bam, that thing just shows itself. And imagine having your eyes pulled right out of your face by a demon spirit of hell because you can't repent of pornography. And people are like, that won't happen to me. You just don't know when you might encounter a son of God. You just don't know when maybe Moses and Elijah would just show up right in front of your face out of the cloud of witnesses and say, What the heck are you doing? It's time to restore the fear of the Lord inside the Christians. When I see people having fear of government, fear of knowledge, and make sure you have the right knowledge, you know, make sure you have the right knowledge about this, that, and the other thing, fear of knowledge, fear of these idols, fear of the tree of good and evil, fear of Satan and his angels, fear of money, Fear of, my kids are going to be rebellious. Fear of all these other things that people fear. That is satanic worship towards the great red dragon. But no fear of the Lord before their eyes. It is the worst, most horrible thing to have to look at every day, and I'm not even angry at you. It's just really a time that the Father wants to restore the fear of the Lord, which is just the beginning. Most Christians are blasphemers. They watch this and they say, I'm a snake, and I'm a wolf, and all these other bad names they call me every day. And I'm not those things. I'm an actual real son of God, and I love you perfectly. And it's not about any of the titles, and it's not about anything other than you understanding the fear of the Lord is just the beginning. Because of so much false teaching in Christianity, most people misunderstand the lion of the tribe of Judah for actually the wolf of Satan. So when a mature Christian comes around, they blaspheme Jesus Christ and call people like me wolves and devils, which is couldn't be further from the truth. I'm the greatest ally you'll ever have in the kingdom of life. Seriously, I war for you though most of you persecute me. Though most of you don't even believe half of what I say. <laughs> I have war for you anyway because it's the right thing to do. And I'm not mad at you. I understand what's in you, so I'm not frustrated with anyone. It's just the Father wants to restore the fear of the Lord in his people because Satan's got a people all bound up, so bound up, so fearful of what others may think of themselves. Even fear of man or fear of me. I mean it's demonic. You know, unless you're fearing the seven spirits of God in me, and then you're fearing the Lord, which is righteousness, which is what everyone needs to begin doing, is fearing the Lord. Yeah, and maybe your blood will curdle a little bit, and maybe you will pee yourself, and maybe you will throw up green ooze like Ghostbusters because you're so demon-possessed with different things in the past, like religion, that crammed itself down your throat and made you swallow it, brainwashed from birth, like all of these nations I'm putting on my goat list. I'm telling you. And I'll give you a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, 99th chance. But when you continue to say, I hate Israel, and I hate you, and I want to rape your wife, and I want to hang you up and behead you, when I send my videos into Algeria, when I send my videos into Egypt, when I send my videos into Lebanon and Jordan and all over the Middle East and these people and Indonesia, some of these people, I want to rape your wife and I want to murder you. You're going to get the chop block and all these death threats and all this hatred towards Israel and all this hatred towards the living God. I don't take it personally. I'm a son of God. My father might take it personally. That's the scary thing. You're messing around with the living God. He might take it personally. When you attack his kids, when you send death threats to his kids, when you start hating and raping and pillaging his kids, the Father might take it personally. And he might come and get you. And I guarantee you, that's exactly what's going to happen. There will be goat nations that harden their hearts unto death. And it's so sad, but it's the truth anyhow. You know, people are like, oh, it's so sad that Jesus Christ killed the warlock in the book of Acts and his whole head turned to worms and he struck Herod and he was cut down by the sword of the angel. Murder, it's not murder, it's called justice. When the angel of the Lord kills someone like Ananias, Ananias and Sapphira in the new covenant reality, trust me, that person needed it. And maybe, I don't know, just maybe, They went to heaven, who knows? He's a good God. (laughs) I've seen him kill people before they actually blaspheme the Holy Spirit so he could still get into heaven. You know why? Because he's a good God. And all this death stuff is real because people don't have the fear of the Lord before their eyes. They don't want to talk about how real God is on the battlefield with every demon, every spirit, every angel, every soul, in every nation. They don't want to deal with reality They'd rather have their heads in the sand, not like an ostrich, because it turned out that's not actually true. That's an old wives' tale. You know, ostriches don't stick their hands heads in the sand. What sticks its head in the sand? How about this? A baby turtle. Hm, suck on that truth. I know because we have a beach resort down in Mazatlan called Tortugas where they hatch turtles. <laughs> And they're burying their heads under the sand. But it's time to pop out of those shells of darkness and swim in the waters, right? Even better than the Sea of Cortez, if that's even possible. Maybe the only thing better than the Sea of Cortez on planet Earth is the Sapphire Sea of Jesus Christ himself. (laughs) I think that's true. That's just my opinion. I'm a little biased. Don't persecute me. What else been going on, guys? Having fun in the sun, getting undone, telling everyone Holy Ghost? Slap you in the face with the Holy Ghost stick of righteousness because Jesus Christ has a crush on you. And it's literally a crush of wine press of the wrath of the Almighty that's already on you. And it's not anger. It's actually perfect love that drives out all the sorcery that you allowed into your own souls that many people don't repent of because they don't know it's wrong and they're like Judas Iscariot all the time and they're like crying and they seek repentance but don't find it and they're killing themselves because they're in what's called the pride of knowledge which is the most confusing labyrinth and matrix in existence. In it's Christian matrix. Christian knowledge. We've seen it all. And you can judge me, I don't care. I mean, more rewards for me, the more you persecute me. But the truth is, is the most deceiving thing, the fallen angel, who was a covering cherubim, formerly known as Lucifer, has ever conjured in his starlight sorcery. Is Christian knowledge. It's true. There's nothing more deceptive in the entire world. The knowledge of good. And it's got them bound up in their brains so bad that there is almost zero chance they could look me in the face and tell the truth or even discern light from darkness. They could watch this broadcast a thousand times and never understand a single word. That's how bad the sorcery is. That's how real it is in Babylon the Great. And many of you have actually struggled through that. And maybe it took you a thousand times around the mountain, around the mountain, around the mountain to to finally actually begin repenting of the pride of knowledge. There is nothing more satanic, diabolical, luciferian, deceiving, confusing in the entire world than the Christian knowledge of good. That's how a Christian who's actually born again speaks in tongues. And then they turn on Joel's bar. They can look me in the eyes and say, that's the devil and just blaspheme God the Father. That's how they can do it. I've been in awe of Lucifer for so long and how he's gotten so many Christians to blaspheme. It's really quite magical. I'm not messing with you, I'm telling you the truth. It's actually, for me, who walks the walk, talks the talk and lives so deep in the Father every day. It is the most mysterious, magical thing I've ever seen. How born again, speaking in tongues, Christians, that actually in their heart love Jesus, can look right in the face of the King of Glory and call him the devil. I mean, did they do that to Jesus? Yikes! Even his closest friends betrayed him. Strike the shepherd and the sheep are scattered. You know why? Because until the sheep become the lion of the tribe of Judah through continuous daily self-sacrifice on the altar of God, there's no strength in them to endure the battle of the fallen angel, of the angelic powers, of the angelic principalities, of the fallen angel thrones, of the fallen angel dominions. Who can stand it? I mean, who has... The battle armor regalia of the ancient of on To stand when the fallen angel comes. I mean, so few Christians have victory in their life. It's like all they ever do is lose. Is there any champions of Zion? Any champions of heavenly Jerusalem? And we all say, yeah, me, me, me. And you're tested a 100,000 times. You're tested over and over and over again, until you're proficient in war with what's called the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. Only by the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, can you ever cut down any angelic principality, angelic power, angelic throne, and angelic dominion. Which means you're not actually doing any Christian ministry unless you have the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. What are you doing? I mean, they're playing games in the sand, guys. I see them with their struggle of spiritual warfare and all this rubbish. It's garbage. Almost 99% of everything that takes place inside the four walls of Christian church is garbage. And I'm not angry at you. It just doesn't do anything. It doesn't threaten the angelic powers. It doesn't threaten the angelic principalities. It doesn't threaten anything of the great red dragon. You're actually quite the laughing stock of the fallen angels when you're in those incubators called Christian churches because there is zero, and I say that again, zero possibility of maturing into sonship within the four walls of the church. Zero. It cannot be done. You can only mature to be a real, mature, hueous son of God outside the four walls of the church, in the jungle, baby, and you're going to die. Worse than the rice fields of Vietnam, you're going to die. You'll die so many times to self. You'll die over and over and over. You will lose so much until everything that can possibly lose in your life is lost. And all that remains is the Lord. For he is the only one from Genesis to Revelation who ever won a battle in the entire Bible. Nobody can win against the great red dragon. Nobody can win against the beast and the false prophet. Nobody can defeat and sack and tear down Babylon the Great except the seven spirits of God. So until you're entirely possessed in your heart roots and your soul mansions by the seven spirits of God, you need to be under the priesthood of Melchizedek. The priesthood of Melchizedek, the only reason we do this in the entire world, is to get the real Holy Spirit Christians so strong that they become holy terrors to the demons and devils and to the atmosphere. Because you can incinerate the atmosphere so that everything that has breath can praise the Lord Jesus Christ. When you walk into a city, it should earthquake. Yeah, all the time. Atmospheric signs and wonders have followed my life all the time for many, many years. At least 11 years, we have seen consistent, atmospheric, huge, mosaic-sized signs and wonders around my soul life because I'm possessed with the seven spirits of God, maker of heaven and earth. Not that I'm a special guy, I'm actually quite a turd. (laughs) Got born again, it was so evil. They said I was the most evil person they'd ever seen come in Teen Challenge. Three months of them driving demons out of me every other day. Up to two hours for three months. A thousand times worse than the Gadarene demoniac. He had a one-time show, 2,000. Big freaking deal. It's like Satan had put everything of hell that could fit inside of a human soul in my seven interior mansions to try to shut me down from fulfilling my destiny. I walked like a warlock in a cloud of darkness that had influence atmospherically. I mean, I could just have my way everywhere I went until the darkness got so strong, grace was cut off for me, and I was going brain dead. Like, I went overdosed on darkness. Seriously. <laughs> and that's when I got court- ordered a Teen Challenge in October of 1999. Oh, man, for the first two weeks... I had no control of my, over my body, they had to hold me down, I'd wake up in the night with no remembrance and the pastors would have to be there every night to hold me down because I'd be so demon possessed manifesting every single night for two weeks in the morning, I had no remembrance of me, it wasn't me, it was the devil, you know, like every murderer in prison says, and they're telling the truth, it wasn't them, it was the devil. Now, the devil's inside your body, so you are responsible for it, but it really wasn't their human spirit, who they are as an eternal being. It was Satan and his angels and all the demons, and that's the truth anyhow. So there can be great forgiveness for all the sins that are committed under the sun, but a person that hardens their heart to the seven spirits of God can't be forgiven. If you harden your heart towards this message, there is no forgiveness for you. You will literally blaspheme the Holy Spirit for the Holy Spirit is the seven spirits of God. This generation will destroy all the works of the devil so thoroughly in the universe that if they are resisted, they're like it's like resisting heaven itself when you resist red letter ministries. It's true. And all of our disciples are the army of the Lord. Red Letter Ministries, I tell you the truth, is the government of God over all creation. Go ahead, judge it. Not my idea. Trust me, not my plan. Do you want to be mistreated daily by everyone for years and years and years and years? Of course you don't. Nobody wants that horrible destiny. Being continuously betrayed by everyone, family members, friends, Every minister in the whole world that I once admired and even befriended, everyone with a hundred percent rate has turned on me. Some more severely than others. Some have actually tried to completely destroy our ministry off the face of the earth when I was once kind of friends with them. Many ministers have betrayed us. Just horrific suffering. Who wants to suffer in the exact suffering of Jesus Christ? and we say, me, 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 but we take the first exit we can towards comfort zones. I look at hundreds of thousands of people every year, and now it's turning into millions. Most people don't have what it takes for the perfect chastisement of the Father to sit in the high place over this entire world. And I'm not angry at you, it's just, you couldn't do it. Not brave enough, not tough enough, just have weaknesses of the flesh. The Spirit's willing, but the flesh is weak. You know, I mean, they want to sit back out there and criticize and throw their two cents in while they're in their houses, have no ministry, you know, no persecution, in the comforts of their own homes and in the comforts of their own churches. But they'll criticize the front lines of the army of the Lord just with their blibber blabber every day. Just gib-gab, gib-gab, blah, 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 just spewing crap every day with no life experience. Very little at best. Very little. I'm telling you, 24 hours on the front lines of the army of the Lord is the equivalent of an entire lifetime in the inner court. It's the equivalent of 50 years in churchianity. 24 hours of me is the equivalent of an entire lifetime in a charismatic church building. And I'm not mad at you. And it's the truth, anyhow. And I'm boasting in Christ crucified. So judge the Holy Spirit. Go ahead. Blaspheme. Because I want to make all of you so strong in the Holy Ghost that you can actually join me. Because when there's more warriors like white eagles who wear the crown of life in the perfection of the seven spirits of God, It magnifies what God's doing in the world. I want to sack and completely destroy all wickedness in all nations, starting with the great state of Minnesota, where the love and the favor and the joy of Jesus Christ are so strong, all flesh is wrapped in a glory cloud. Now, I know I could do it alone, but it's not fun alone. I guarantee you on the Holy Bible, if no man or woman would come into agree with me, come into agreement with me in the entire world, I would still be able to do this job through the whole world. I guarantee it like Noah, just one guy raising a standard, and you can judge that same, but it's the truth anyhow. But I don't want to do it alone. I want friends with me on the front lines. I want friends that sacrifice all and serve God perfectly. With no lust, no pride, just all of you Roots of David and all of you Bright Morning Star. Because it's a lot more fun and a lot more fiery when you have friends with you, like King David and 300 champions. I tell you the truth. We will magnify the Lord together at the front lines of the army of the Lord. You can search every ministry on planet Earth. You can go through every charismatic school, the prophetic and the apostolic, and those who call themselves mystics and sons of God. And you will still find this, in fact, is the vanguard of the army of the Lord, bread ministries, the government of God. It's important because we need divine leadership. It's important because the confusion is so massive in these people who's in charge of Christianity, who's the leadership of the body of Christ. Who are the great shepherds who soon shall appear? Who are the sons of God? Who is the government of God? All these people call themselves sons of God, and they're not. They're just absolute technons. Technons are baby Christians. A Huyas, son of God, is one who has the seven spirits of God and all the seven mansions of their soul. So there's no guile in them. There's no them in them. I'll say that again. There's no them in them. It's called being 100% perfect as your Father in Heaven's perfect. And it's so easy when you just offer your entire life as a living sacrifice on the altar of God, which is our reasonable service as a Christian. We say, like Catherine Kuhnman, All of you, Holy Spirit, none of me. And those are great prayers. And then we resist, quench, and fight the Holy Spirit friendship and Holy Spirit leadership every day. I see it. People always going astray in money, in successes in Babylon, in relationships. Oh, it's the perfect spouse. This one is great. Look at how cute he is. Look at how cute she is. We're going to have a family. And they just their lives just... Blah. They're not even warring anymore. It's like they go off into the countryside and become completely irrelevant to the army of the Lord. I've seen it thousands of times. People that no longer serve Christ perfectly. I'm telling you, if a person is not willing to walk perfectly in the Holy Spirit, have nothing to do with them. Anyone that allows sin into their life should be thrown outside of the camp as it's written, approach them, talk to them, and if they're not willing to repent, treat them as you would the sorcerers and the dogs and the sinners and the tax collectors, Jesus Christ's words in Matthew 18. If they're not willing to be perfect, if they're not willing to serve the Holy Spirit perfectly, Jesus Christ said, have nothing to do with them. You give them a couple chances though, don't be mean. God's a nice guy, isn't he? But he's also a man of war, and he wants you to be perfect because all this soft, nice, cowardly, people-pleasing, idiotic weakness is the antithesis of the Shulamite warlord of the Bride of Christ. It is so pathetic. And it has absolutely nothing to do with almost every single one of your divine destinies. And I know there's some warriors here. I know there's some lions of the tribe of Judah here that walk in different measures of the seven blazing torches. But most of the bride of Christ is still wanting the warm, fuzzy garbage. And it's the emasculation of the power of God in your life by serving that weak demon spirit that sucks your blood. It really does. It's got a stranglehold right around your neck that wants to suck all of your power, authority, dominion, and might out, and it makes the Christians so weak. People-pleasing, nice, soft, cuddle time. All this garbage that is the exact opposite of what the Father in Heaven is training you to be. And I'm speaking to one billion people on planet Earth called the Shulamite warlord. That's the name and title for the Bride of Christ who overcomes the world during this time in the book of Song of Solomon. Shulamite warlord. Not fuzzy cuddles. Bunny kids. All this stuff. Snowflakes. All this weakness. It's all Satan's strategy to emasculate the masses. People pleasing, PC friendly, nice, nice, nice. Now, Yeah, he paid the price for us to be nice but don't be nice in a way that's weakness. Be strong. Be bold as lions. Wise as serpents and gentle as doves. And serpents? By serpents, he's talking about the fallen angels. (gasps) Why is this? Why would Jesus say that? Why is this? Listen guys. Because every single time when you're in the angelic arena with your glorified soul, you're dealing with the angels constantly. Like Jesus did. When you're a real Christian and not a fake church Christian. You're always in the angelic arena. You're always in the great cloud of witnesses. You're always being tested by sorcery and glory every single day, every one of you in every nation, tribe, and tongue. Some people the devils don't even really care about because they don't have money and they're weak and they're just considered slave third world nations and so the fallen angels could care less about you. You're like the worst gutter trash in the world to Satan and his angels. Because Satan and his angels esteem you highly if you got money and you got power. That's how the kingdom of the great red dragon works. And you work your way up until you're into the city of London and the double-headed dragon of the finance district of London. And then you're somebody. Then you're a Rothschild. Then you run all the central banking system of planet Earth, and you're a real man. And that's how just the fallen world works. And I'm not mad at the Rothschilds. And I'm not mad at the central banks. The thing is, the seven spirits of God can easily take care of business effortlessly. I'm just brooding over it, brooding mother hen, and having a real good time. And it'll all hatch in due time, and everyone will eat what's in their soul and drink what's in their souls already. So I could really care less, and I love you perfectly, but I could care less your reaction to this video. It's the truth anyhow. God will clean up this mess so easily now, it doesn't even need any of your participation. You aren't necessary. I'm not even necessary. The Father's necessary. The Son is necessary. And the seven spirits of God are necessary. So we can all get over ourselves and understand this is about God and the angels. And you're just caught in the mix. It's true. And He loves you perfectly, and He will glorify you perfectly. But the real war, according to the Scriptures, is God and the angels. And that's why Jesus died on the cross, to destroy the fallen angel formerly known as Lucifer, who was a covering cherubim, whose dragon's tail swept one-third of the angels, or stars. It's a serious battle, and there was war in the heavens. And Michael wrestled the dragon, and the dragon was thrown down, that ancient serpent, the devil. And so people have had the devil in them, and people have had the Lord in them, but God is removing all of the mixture from all of the Christians so we can be a perfect, spotless bride without cellulite. I mean, wrinkle. Same word, right? Ha ha ha, not funny. Not funny, I struggle, Brandon, with food and my... My body image, my self-consciousness is a real demon idol that I serve, Brandon. Don't make fun of me. i got to make fun of you. That's the only way you get set free. Have zero consciousness of self. Zero. Only aware of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. You get so set free. You have so much fun every day. No matter what your body type is. No matter what race you are. No matter what sex you are. You can actually be totally set free from your brain and body in the spirit of grace. In the spirit of God. And the spirit of God is the only spirit here that loves you perfectly. And I'm learning how to love perfectly too. And this is the most perfect loving message I've ever delivered. And that's the truth anyhow. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. We love you so much. Support our ministry reaching millions of people every week. And just discipling the nations with the truth. Getting the Christians out of their brain because that knowledge of good's got them all bound up. And it, it needs to be done. No ministry on earth is even doing anything like this. I'm telling you. It's time to bring your wealth into Red Letter Ministries and support this ministry so we can begin reaching a million people every day. I swear on the Holy Bible, zero greed, zero greed. Now, do not muzzle the ox as it threshes. So yeah, I might be driving to Porsche, but don't judge me. Holy Spirit on your life. Do not muzzle the ox as it threshes, but I swear on the Holy Bible and on the blood of the Lamb. That if $10,000 begins to come in to Red Letter Ministries every day, we will reach at least a million people daily with this ministry. And I believe we will soon go up to reaching 1 billion people on earth. That this ministry, Red Letter Ministries, created by the audible voice of God in my 929 in 2006, will disciple a billion souls daily. God told me that no other ministry on earth is even necessary for the great harvest. (gasps) That is so offensive. But it's the truth, anyhow. And you know what? That's how you have unity of the brethren, because he's actually going to destroy all this stuff that he didn't create. Everyone wants to be, you know, a big minister and have a big ministry and do all this stuff, but it's like you're not even obeying the Holy Spirit. Unless the Father spoke it, you're actually involved in iniquity doing your own thing. Most Christian ministry was just a person's good idea. And you know what? If your ministry is from God, you will get in where you fit in. You should have learned that in high school. You will get in where you fit in, in the army of the Lord. No Illuminati. But it is an army of God the Father, Lord Jesus Christ, and nobody breaks rank. Please, judge the seven spirits of God, because I know you're full of conspiracy theories. People want to always criticize and always judge the things they don't understand. But it's absolute blasphemy. I love you guys. Partner with Red Letter Ministries. Check it all out, redlettermen.com. And, you know, not to be controversial or anything, but I just got to tell you the truth. Because I'm having so much fun in the greater glory that the spirit of truth is just that much more mighty booming through me until every word that booms out of my mouth is the audible voice of God the Father, in Jesus' name. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.